listening to Nightlight. Welcome once again to this international edition of Nightlight. Nice to be with you. I pray that this program will be a blessing to you. We have in the studio with us once again Melvin, and he's back to teach us one of his wonderful classes. This is on a topic which we've covered before on the program. It's on fear, but it's always nice to hear it from a different angle, and we haven't covered this topic recently. Thanks for being with us, Melvin. Tell us, why did you choose this particular topic for today. Simon, most of my classes is something that the Lord helped me to put together because of the experiences that I had. Mm-hmm. Now, since uh, childhood, I've been a very fearful person. I guess most of it also came from my parents, my sisters, my brothers, my siblings, you know, kind of putting fear into me from the time I was a little kid, you know. Oh, if you don't do this, this monster is going to come and get you. You understand? (laughs) Or, you know, superstitious things. Like Mm -hmm. when I used to go to school, my mom would say, Oh, if a black cat crosses, uh, don't go that way. So sometimes I would see a white cat cross or a brown cat. Whatever cat cross, I would just have to go a long distance Mm -hmm. to make sure I'm not crossing this this thing. Because I was sure I was going to do bad in my uh, in my exams. And so in India, we have lots of uh, superstitions. For everything, there's a superstition. Right. You understand? So you grow up with this fear all around you. You know, sometimes it is spoken out. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, it's kind of dormant. It's mm-hmm. passive. So I grew up being very fearful of anything and everything. I had fear of failure, which basically was like, you know, even though I had the intelligence to do a test, I know my subject. Mm. I would fear, especially mathematics. I'm good at mathematics. I always get around 1995 to 100. Wow. <laughs> but when I get go for my exams, the night before, I almost throw up. I get hit with panic. Till I get to the examination hall, and once I start doing it, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. So this fear, but I didn't have a way of uh, overcoming it. You know, nobody taught me mm-hmm. that God's word can help you overcome this fear. Mm-hmm. And again, this fear is not, I wasn't afraid of snakes, you know, or mm. rats or dogs. I didn't have that kind of fear. Mm. Like some people do have that, you know. Right. My fear was more something that I experienced through my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes there is no reason or rhyme, you understand, yes. to what I'm thinking, it, can, it produces fear, mm-hmm. anxiety, and worry. And so for a long time, that you know, I really got tormented and suffered from this particular thing. Right. But once I started studying the Bible about this subject, I started seeing there is a way of escape. And it's not God's will for me to live in anxiety and worry and fear. Mm-hmm. You understand? And so I started taking a positive action against it through God's word. So I started studying all the scriptures I could find on it. Mm-hmm. And so... That kind of renewed my mind. Mm. And now I'm not tormented by fear. I still have fear and I believe till we go to heaven, we still be, you know, Satan is around and he's going to bring some thoughts that are going to be anxious or, Mm. you know, of fear. But you don't have to stay under the control of fear. Mm -hmm. So this class is not to say you're going to be, you know, it's like a magic thing Mm -hmm. and you'll never have fear again. You understand? Mm-hmm. Fear is going to be, it's going to come because Satan is allowed to talk to us anytime. And, you know, but we have a choice to either listen to him and go under and be tormented by him, or we can rise above that through God's word. Mm-hmm. And so I memorized all the scriptures on fear. And I just quote it. Every time I feel a little bit anxious or fearful, I start mm-hmm. right when I, in the beginning itself, I kind of shut it out. Because sometimes when you listen to it for a long time, like for an hour, hour and a half, you're already done. You understand? Mm -hmm. Then it's very hard to become positive or to have that peace that God wants us to have. Mm -hmm. And so when I first came here to uh, Uganda, I realized a lot of people, not only in Uganda, I'm sure all around the world, but here there is, it's like India, there's a lot of fear of, of witchcraft, you know, witch doctors, demons. Mm. And sometimes, you know, 
in churches we are only talking about demon most of the time and how to get rid of demons mm-hmm. you understand and witchcraft so in that way you are actually promoting or glorifying the works of satan mm-hmm. and sometimes people are focused more on how to get rid of demons and mm-hmm. how demons are working in their lives instead of looking at the positive thing mm-hmm. i think that's how i the lord gave me this class and i you know i teach it everywhere i go mm-hmm. it's like one of my first classes I teach this mm-hmm. and you know lots and lots of people in East Africa have really benefited from this class. Right. And that's how we are here today <laughs> teaching all, right. all the classes. Well, let's break for a song and then we'll be back with the meat of your class. We are troubled on every side yet not distressed yet not distressed we are perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not forsaken cast down but not destroyed and not in despair not in despair we are troubled on every side yet not Right, we have with us Melvin, and he's teaching us on the program today about fear, or at least freedom from yes. fear. And fear, of course, isn't it, is the opposite of faith. Yes. And so the more faith you have, the less fear you have, because yes. I guess they can't really be coexistent. You can't have fear and faith Amen. at the same time. Yes. Tell us about fear. Okay. So we're going to go to uh, John 10, verse 10. John 10, 10. The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Okay, so in this case, uh, he's talking about our happiness, mm-hmm. our joy, our peace, our love that God has given us as you know, as our inheritance. Here, Satan is coming to steal it. So from the time you wake up till the time you go to bed, his job or the demons that he assigned is to come and steal that peace and that joy, you understand, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from our heart. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life, life in abundance. Right. But Satan, his, you know, his goal, especially with Christians, is how can I make this Christian miserable today? Mm. And through his misery, how can I you know, use, use him to bring misery to others? Wow. And happiness, sadness, all of that. And one of the main tools, Simon, that Satan uses is fear. Innocent. Yes. It's almost his favorite tool. And so if he can give us a thought, a fearful thought, a, you know, a worrisome thought or mm-hmm. anxious thought, he knows we're going to go down. So when you have fear, what you don't have is faith and, of course, peace. So what happens with fear is the Bible says fear has torment. Yes. 
But peace, you know, Jesus said, the peace that passeth all understanding shall keep your heart and mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm -hmm. And so the only way to overcome fear is to have God's word mm -hmm. on the subject. And when you quote it to Satan and to yourself, you see that the fear is slowly vanishing. And sometimes if you've been a habitual, you know, a thinker of fearful thoughts, it will take you some time. Hmm. So don't expect it to be like instant. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I quoted this verse, now I'm fine. No, it is going to come back. Because mm. Satan does not want to lose the ground that he's gained in our life. And so, you know, when I teach on fear, I kind of categorize it as, you know, we have instinct fear, fear that is not so bad, mm -hmm. which is like, you know, you're driving a car and a dog jumps in front. You know, you panic a little bit. No, sometimes girls see a rat, you understand, and they jump up on the couch because it's instinct fear. But see, that is not as bad, mm. you understand? Yes. It's not going to torment you. Right. But the, the fear that I want to talk about is the fear that is created by your thoughts. Right. You understand? Sometimes I'm just sitting there and I just get this thought. Even this morning when I woke up, I was hit with the thought that, hey, when you go back to the States, what are you going to do? Mm. You understand? Yes. <laughs> you don't have a job. You have to get a job. You have to apply. You know, the devil was putting all this pressure. And, you know, the Lord gave me the verse, take no thought for the morrow. The morrow shall take care of itself. Yeah. You understand? And so when I quoted that verse to myself, that anxious thought or the worry thought kind of left me. Yes. But if I would have focused on that in my, on my bed, actually today I was sleeping on a couch in a friend's house, then... All day, I would be worryful. You understand? Mm -hmm. I'd be thinking about, hey, what am I going to do? Where's somebody going to come? You understand? All of those thoughts. And Christians, sad to say, they do nothing to fight those thoughts. Uh -huh. They live in fear. When they go for an interview, for example, even though you, you are, you know, you studied up on the subject, you have experience, you know what to talk about. But when you get to the interview hmm. because of fear of failure you go blank yes you know you, you sit in front of this two or three people and they're asking you questions and you just can't you're not even listening to it mm -hmm. you're so afraid that you won't get that job and of course you know you're not going to get it because you didn't say anything mm -hmm. and so you know like fear of failure fear of rejection all of those things torment us and so the life in abundance that Jesus has promised is not being activated in our life. We are mm -hmm. not living it mm -hmm. because fear has overcome this thing. Now, of course, you know, sometimes people say, oh, no, we are supposed to fear God, you understand, mm -hmm. and all of that. Now, yes, yes, in the Old Testament, fear of God is a beginning of wisdom. But in the New Testament, yes, we respect God as a father. And, of course, there's a reverence that can be considered as fear, but it's a healthy one. But the one we are talking about today is a negative fear. And the Bible says God has not given it to us. Like if you look at Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Okay, so the Bible is clear in the New Testament. God is not the author of the fear that you're experiencing. He has not given us a spirit of fear. It's a spirit that torments us. So if God has not given it us, then we know for sure it is coming from the opposite side, and that is from Satan. Mm. It is from hell. But it continues to say, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. Now, some translations, it says, instead of sound mind, it will say, what do you call it, self-control. Mm. But that is not what it is. A sound mind is a mind that is at peace, a mind that is at rest. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have a sound mind, you have a fearful mind. Mm -hmm. And anything and everything can make you feel fearful. When you are fearful and when you're anxious and you're worrying, the decisions you make can turn out most of the time to be the wrong ones. Mm -hmm. You understand? Because you're not making it in the spirit of God. You're making those decisions based on the spirit that is not from God. Mm -hmm. It's a spirit of fear. And so what happens is when you have that sound mind, a mind that is at rest. Now the Bible says, you know, they that have believed have entered into his rest. Mm -hmm. And Jesus also said, all ye that labor 
and a heavy laden come on to me and I will give you rest. That's exactly what he's talking about here. Is the sound mind is a mind that is it's restful means it's not freaking out. <laughs> you know, it's not running all over the place talking to people about your fears and your worries. And so that sound mind goes out when we start inviting fear to come. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have a thought and then the thought the fearful thought is knocking at the door mm-hmm. and instead of sending faith to answer it like god's word we go open it we invite satan and all his little demons mm-hmm. and we have a little tea party with them mm-hmm. you understand we serve them snacks food coffee whatever and we are trying to have a conversation with fear itself mm-hmm. and of course you know after an hour you are completely you understand mm-hmm. <laughs> messed up because you have let fear into your heart but you know when you have a fear and you approach it with god's word like for example you know if people have fear that we don't have enough money for my kids to go to school mm-hmm. or the tuition uh, fees time is coming up mm-hmm. but we don't have the money and so you start going into a uh, a mode of fear mm-hmm. and worry mm-hmm. but see at that time you need to use god's word my god shall supply all your needs according to his riches see instead of going into the track of fear and worry you're moving into the track of of faith mm-hmm. by using god's word yes. now satan hates it so he can't coexist mm. you know with his lies when you have the truth that is residing in you mm-hmm. so you have to study god's word and use which scripture would benefit you for which fear Mm. and that's what i do the lord has given me verses so that you know when i get hit with certain fears i just use god's word mm-hmm. you know sometimes i get fearful about doing something that god wants me to do that i have no experience mm-hmm. in then of course you know i go back and say it's not you that speaketh but the spirit of the father speaketh and you see it gives right. me the wisdom and the strength to be able to overcome that fear featuring songs on the program 
from a beautiful CD. It's a classic CD. must have been produced about, I don't know, 20 years ago, but it's still very, very popular and timeless, really. All the songs on the CD are taken directly from scriptures. Yes. And so if you, if you memorize the song, you memorize the scripture. Yes, and right. as you were saying, that's something that people need to do to be able to uh, confront yes. fears, to f- confront the devil and his doubts and worries with scripture. Yes. Okay, so Simon, uh, you know, of course, uh, we have fears in all different kinds of forms. Mm. I met quite a few single uh, moms here uh, who have children Mm -hmm. and uh, their husbands have uh, moved on, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of left them behind Mm. and either they're with another woman or they just don't want to be with, uh, with them and most of these single mothers, they have fears. I'm sure. You know, and I recently taught this class to one of those ladies and she was completely set free. Wow. She was so joyful after the class because, you know, more than all those things that are happening, it's this fear of the unknown. You know, now what is going to happen to me and to my children? Mm-hmm. You understand? And actually this fear has actually gotten her into a lot of physical sicknesses. Mm-hmm. Because this fear is it has torment, but it also affects your not just your you know mood and your happiness, but also your physical health. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get ulcers, you can get all kinds of diseases, and of course, it's scientifically proven that fear is a cause of major diseases in the world. Mm-hmm. Of course, when you look at that, you know, even though they have maybe the money or they're working, but thinking that no one else is going to ever marry them. You understand? Right, right. Because they're single mom. But see, those are fears. Mm-hmm. It, it could be a reality in some cases, but in most cases, God said, I will supply all your needs according to his riches. He's not talking about shillings and dollars. He's talking about all your needs. And of course, it's, it's one of your needs to have a husband and a father. And so, but instead of looking at the negative, you know, or how bleak, and horrible the future is going to be if you look at it with faith Mm. and say, my God will supply. You understand? Mm -hmm. In his own time, he's going to supply, but I refuse Satan to come and steal and kill and destroy my peace and Mm -hmm. my joy. You understand? Mm -hmm. I'm going to live that life in abundance that the Lord has given me today, with or without a husband. You see, that fear will steal. Now, fear and joy cannot coexist in Mm -hmm. a person's mind or heart at the same time. Mm-hmm. You might alternate between both, but either you're having joy or you're having fear. You can't have both. You know, it's like light and darkness. You can't have light and darkness at the same time at the same place. Right. You know, and the Bible says, entrance of thy word giveth light. Mm-hmm. It giveth understanding to the simple. Mm-hmm. And so when you study God's word on fear, mm-hmm. and like you said, those CDs you can listen to mm-hmm. while you're driving, you understand? Now, those things is bringing that light into your life. Now, sometimes people go for counseling and, you know, people uh, say things that will help you a little bit, but that is not permanent. Mm-hmm. Because those people, you know, the psychiatrist, they're trying to talk to you, or marriage counselors, they're talking to you based on what they learned from books. And some of them are not even married. They have no idea what a married life is about. But that's not what we are talking. We are talking about going back to God's Word and receiving that truth and that light which will chase away the fear and the darkness that you've been experiencing. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be about finances. It could be about children. Mm -hmm. It could be about even a marriage, thinking that, oh, my friend lost her husband. He walked away. So that could happen to me. You understand? Mm -hmm. Because fear is contagious. It's like a disease. Mm. It is passed on from one person to another. And so not only one person gets affected by it, Mm -hmm. but it's also passed on to the whole family. And that's why, you know, uh, my wife and I, we had decided sometime back not to talk, especially when our kids were small, talk about financial issues and problems, even, you know, where the kids could listen to. You know, like sometimes I could come home and say, honey, we are finished because, you know, (laughs) we don't have the rent that we have to pay. 
Yeah. And see, what I'm doing is, in so speaking faith, I'm passing on a fear. Yes. And then my wife can catch it. Right. And she starts worrying and fearful. Mm. And if my children hear it, they start doubting also. Yes. You understand? And it, they, they get fearful. But what if I come home and say, honey, the rent is due. We don't have the money, but God will supply all our needs. Mm-hmm. He's never failed. Yes. So he's going to do it. We're going to look for the exciting thing, how he's going to supply. Mm-hmm. See, we are passing on faith and what right. God did in the past. And by meditating on what he did in the past, it gives us the faith. He's going to do it again. Very good. You know, you're passing on faith. And also faith is also contagious. People start believing because you have the faith. And of course, your children start thinking, okay, you know, God is going to supply our needs. Yes. Let's pray together. See how we can change a fear right. of anything, you understand, instead of just blurting it out yep. from our mouth. Because Jesus said out of the abundance of your heart, abundance of your heart, the mouth will speak. So if your heart is full of fear, it will come out. You can't hide it. Right. You might try to, but sooner or later, it is going to come out. And it will defile and defile many. Right. So any kind of fear is not from God. Fear of exams, fear of failure, fear of rejection. Mm. Now, I also met a couple of uh, young ladies who are single moms. And some of them, they have, they're so broken, they don't have hope even to go out, you understand, mm. or meet somebody. Right. They're just like given up, they lost hope because of the fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? You understand? What if he rejects me? What if so and so rejects me? And so they withdraw themselves and they live in a world of their own. Mm. You know, and that's of course the path to depression. Right. Sooner or later you're going to hit that that place called depression. Mm-hmm. And then you you know, you have to take pills and you have to take all kind of medications with side effects mm. to get rid of the but all you need is God's word and mm-hmm. to stand on the word and say, God, you are going to supply my needs mm-hmm. no matter what that is. Did you know you can listen online or download your favorite nightlight shows as well as other radio programs and audio inspirations produced at Radioactive Productions? Visit our website today at radioact.org. And yes, please do visit our website at www.radioact.org. Org. You're with Nightlight, and uh, thank you, Melvin, for sharing this very interesting class. It's much needed, not just here in Africa. When you look around the world, there are all kinds of fearful things happening. I mean, the Bible says that in the last days, men's hearts will be failing them for fear. So there are even more fearful things to come. And so it's good for us to be prepared by building up our faith, which is the opposite of fear, uh, so that we won't fear. Maybe we aren't fearing anything right now, but there will be fearful things happening in the world in the future that could well cause us to fear. So I think this is the class that we all need. Now, again, Simon, that, you know, the fear that, you know, there's a terrorist attack or this or that, it's a little different from personal fears. Yes. The personal fear is what most people are tormented by. Right. You know, the lack of faith that God loves them. Right. You know, like if you look at uh, uh, this verse here, where God says in 1 John 4.18. It says, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. This verse really kind of helped me to overcome fear to some extent. Because here it says, there is no fear in love, but Mm. perfect love casteth out fear. Now, for many years, I taught it as perfect love basically meant my love has to be perfect towards God. You understand? Mm -hmm. But I knew in my heart my love wasn't perfect. But the Lord showed me that what he's talking about here is his perfect love towards us. See, that's what is going to cast out that fear. So when I focus on the perfect love that God has for me and Christ has for me, it helps me, you understand, to Mm -hmm. overcome any kind of fear because I know God is in control. Mm -hmm. I know it's easier said than done, you understand. But the more you focus on the love of God and how much he cares for you, how much he loves you and what he's done through Jesus Christ for you, Mm -hmm. then this fear automatically is cast out. Mm -hmm. It's replaced by faith and trust in that everlasting arms Mm. of God. Mm -hmm. You know, because otherwise, 
here it says because fear has torment it torments you i don't think anybody who who's going through a fearful situation is running around joyfully praising mm-hmm. the lord and doing that of course the more you do that the fear vanishes yes but it has torment it torments you it's almost like somebody is holding into your heart and crushing it you right, understand right. you can't sleep you need mm-hmm. to take sleeping pills mm-hmm. you wake up with a fear and you go to bed with a fear yes and it, you become a chronic fearful person right. and that's what your mind is all about mm-hmm. and the bible says your mind can be darkened and because of your darkness of mind you can get alienated from the life of god he's not talking about alienation from god because we never get alienated from god but the life that jesus came to give us for that moment when you're fearful you're being alienated mm-hmm. and of course when you're fearful you say things to people that you don't mean to you understand yes sometimes you let out your frustrations your emotions because you're being fearful and i know this because i suffered from this for a long time and by god's grace now i've moved on i still get hit with fears but by god's grace god gives me the verses yes and you know i use it as a weapon against yeah. fear now like i was saying you know about the everlasting uh hands of god let's look at isaiah 41:10 isaiah 41:10 says fear thou not for i am with thee be not dismayed for i am thy god i will strengthen thee yea i will help thee yea i will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness Okay, now Isaiah forty one ten is is such a comfort to me, because fear thou not, Simon, is not an option. God is not saying, you know, it's like an optional thing. He's saying fear thou not is a commandment that we God expects us to follow. If you look in the scriptures, every time an angel visits or something supernatural, it's always like fear thou not. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus, every time he came back. after he was resurrected he was feared of not even when he was alive mm-hmm. he saying why why do you fear you understand and so fear of not is a commandment that god expects us to follow mm-hmm. it's not like okay we we can choose the reason is because he wants us to be happy he doesn't want us to be under the control and the reason he says fear of not is because for i am with thee now the word i am is like a name Mm. of God right you know throughout the bible yes and it's it's telling us he's a present help in trouble that means present not tomorrow not day after mm-hmm. he's with us he's saying i am with you for i am with thee wow. of course in the new testament we say he is in us because mm-hmm. in the old testament god was not inside of people neither right. was jesus exactly but in the new testament we can rephrase it and say for i am in you wow. you understand yes. because it's inside mm-hmm. so we have greater power living in us than the old testament people uh-huh. right then it says be not dismayed now the word dismayed is discouraged we get discouraged so much you know somebody doesn't meet us or keep an appointment we get discouraged we get frustrated but god is saying don't get dismayed for mm. i am thy god mm. i will strengthen thee I will mean it's a promise mm-hmm. it's not if or but I will help thee I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness mm-hmm. now sometimes when I'm fearful I think of myself in the right hand of God see he didn't say left hand <laughs> he says right hand because you know usually a right hand is stronger wow. than the left hand and so if you just imagine yourself sitting in the right hand of God mm-hmm. then that fear Mm-hmm. that was bothering you doesn't bother you anymore now the reality might not change like the situation might still be there but you as a person has overcome fear through god's word mm-hmm. and now god is going to give you a solution mm-hmm. because you are focusing on him he's going to give you peace and he's going to give you a solution to the problem that you're facing mm-hmm. but see when you're fearful it's a form of worship mm-hmm. You understand when you fear finances you understand mm. that finances god might not supply mm. in it's a form of worship onto the opposite side wow and sometimes people don't notice that they think oh this is my personality no it's not your personality you are a child of god and the bible says all things are passed away now you have to renew your mind against fear through mm. the word of god and i know some people here they they write down these verses in classes they put it i've seen it on their mirrors 
Uh-huh. You understand? Yes. And so when they are in toilet or you know when they're taking a shower, they look at those verses wow. and they're reviewing it, and it is changing their life. See, their minds are being transformed. The Bible doesn't say when you pray you'll be transformed. You understand? Mm-hmm. Transformation comes because of the renewing of the mind, and you shall be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. And the renewing of the mind doesn't happen till you know. God's promise on that subject. Now again prayer helps because you're connecting with God. Mm-hmm. You understand and you're focusing on him. But it is the word of God that is actually going to give you that victory that you so desperately mm-hmm. need. I the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand saying unto thee fear not. I the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand saying unto thee fear not Fear thou not for I am with thee Be not dismayed for I am thy God I will strengthen I will help thee Yea, I will uphold thee With the right hand of my righteousness Fear thou not, for I am with thee Be not dismayed, for I title track of the beautiful and classic album that we're featuring on Nightlight today called Fear Not. You're with Nightlight. With us is Melvin, and he's teaching us on fear. We have a guest tonight on Nightlight. Okay, now so when I teach on fear, I, I talk about a little, you know, like a scenario. You know, like in India, we have lots of trains, so we travel from trains. So you go from a station to a station. So when we talk about fear, like I call it the track of fear. So if you're sitting in the train, mm-hmm. the first station you're going to come to is called concern. Now, 
concern is good for you because concern makes you want to do something mm-hmm. about the problem you understand right. yes but you get off at concern and do something about it but if you sit in the train mm. the next station is going to come is definitely anxiety uh-huh. you understand yes you start becoming anxious you understand the concern now turns into an anxiety because you did nothing about it and of course the next station is worry okay of course the bible says be anxious for nothing and so when you say get started to worry now you start feeling a bit of a uh, torment innocent from satan you start feeling the torment now the next station if you don't get off at worry and do something is going to be the station of fear now fear hath torment that means it's going to completely take away your joy your peace even steal the joy from your family mm. they might not know about it because of your attitude because of the way you're thinking it can produce that fear so it's so much better to get off at concern you understand and ask the lord to find a solution mm-hmm. and of course these thoughts sometimes they come like a flood i don't know if you experience it sometimes at night sometimes it hits me so hard and i can't fight against it uh-huh. but the bible says when the enemy shall come in like a flood the spirit of the father shall raise up a standard against him so sometimes mm-hmm. if you're overwhelmed with anxious thoughts and worries yes there's a solution the spirit that's in you if you pray will raise up the standard against it's something to block that flood of lies and fear that satan is passing on mm. so we have a solution no matter what is happening but please guys out there find the solution don't sit in that train waiting to hit fear station to be tormented mm-hmm. i feel all right when i'm listening to nightlight You're tuned in to Nightlight. Okay, we're going to go to Isaiah 26.3. It says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Okay, now the perfect peace that God is talking about, right? You don't have it because you don't have problems. Sometimes people say, I lost my peace because of the problem. Not to a Christian. Now a problem doesn't steal your peace. according to this verse what steals your peace is because your mind is not stayed on Jesus on his word and that's why we lose our peace otherwise we have people complaining oh i lost my peace because of what that person did it's not the circumstances that can steal your peace it can if you allow it but it is actually you're not it says whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee And so that is what sometimes we we miss we think and sometimes we just pray and ask God to give us peace when God said you already have it through Jesus Christ you have that peace let's look at John 1 sorry John 14 27 Peace I leave with you my peace I give unto you not as the world giveth give I unto you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid Okay so Jesus said peace is given to you it's one of the fruits of the spirit you are sealed with the fruits of the spirit but why is peace not manifesting in a christian's life mm. now the reason is because we are focusing on fear instead of the peace that god has given us so now when i get a little bit worried or fearful i i look for that peace that's already inside of me i don't have to pray god give me peace because he said he left it with us it's fruit of the spirit i have right. it and so the more i focus on the peace and on god's word that peace is manifesting itself in my life yes see the solution a lot of people say okay so melvin how do i get that peace mm-hmm. you already have it uh-huh. as a christian it is given to you it is yours it's your right it's your inheritance but now you step out and use that peace to overcome fear my joy might remain in 
that your joy might be full. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome. Dark Night. You're listening to Nightlight. And with us on the program is Melvin, and he's teaching us on the topic of fear. I think we're coming down to about the last uh, ten minutes or so of the program, Melvin. If you, if you can pack in anything else that you feel is really important to share. Okay, so Simon, I think uh, an important point we have to understand is that fear is our enemy. Yes, you understand and worry and anxiety. I don't think anyone in this world have gained anything from worry. Mm. You know, you worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. But what's going to happen, you understand, is not going to change because you worry. You yes. know, worry is energy ill-spent. Yes. It just drains out all the joy and, and the potential that you have to solve a problem because of fear, it, it's drained out. Mm. And you can see you feel tired, you feel your mind is not at rest because... Fear is like, you know, poking a hole in a bucket that's full of water and, and it just flows out. Mm-hmm. And so we have to understand fear is an enemy and we have to be, from the minute we wake up, Satan is right there to smack us down with a fear yes. of something that you did yesterday uh-huh. or how you failed yesterday or how you're going to fail today mm-hmm. or how today you will not be able to handle the problem. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says this is the day that the Lord has made rejoice and be glad in it. No matter how the day turns out, God says you can rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Mm -hmm. And that's why Jesus said, you know, in the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. See, he's saying be positive minded. Have a mind that is cheerful, that is praising the Lord in spite of the worry and fear. And see, now we are starting off with a mind that is at rest. It's at peaceful. It is. It has a sound mind. And that's why when you wake up, it's good to just praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank Him for whatever you see in the room. Yes. Or you look out of the window, thank Him for the beautiful nature mm-hmm. that God has, has given us. Yes. And see, that brings you into that spirit, you understand, of yes. positiveness. Mm-hmm. And so fear can't really enter. Mm-hmm. And so if you look at it that way, I made a decision in my life, Simon, that I know 
fear is not something I want to put up with. And I don't want Satan to come and steal and kill and destroy all that God has given me for that particular day. Right. And so this class, I hope by God's grace, whoever listening to it, mm -hmm. you know, if you take it to heart and write down those scriptures, keep it in your pocket or in your room or wherever you can see it yes. and study it and meditate on it. And I know that's the way to overcome fear. Mm -hmm. And if you don't succeed or you don't get complete freedom from fear in the beginning, don't worry. Mm. It's a process. Right. You know, it takes time. And so keep at it and study God's word and God will definitely help you to overcome fear. At any given instant, doesn't matter what kind of fear you have, he has a solution and a word for it. and strength, a very present help in trouble. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed. Though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried into of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Samuel, let's go to Psalms 46, 1. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Okay, so the Bible says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help. That means he's there for today, for this hour, to help you according to his perfect will. That's why we don't fear. And it says, therefore will we not fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried in the midst of the sea. See, none of us have come to that state. You understand? We have issues, we have problems. Yeah. But here it's talking about even if the earth is removed and the mountains are carried, you know, you can't get more fearful than that. It says, even if that happens, he's saying we will not fear. See, fear is like a cancer. You understand? Mm. And that it just eats you up from within. And before you know, you're dead spiritually. You know, you're dead uh, 
you know, to fear the happiness, the joy, all of the beautiful fruits of the Spirit, it's not manifesting in your life. You have it, but it's not manifesting because something else has entered into our thoughts and into our hearts. And soon, the Bible says, if you fear of fear, it will come upon you. Mm-hmm. It also says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, in Proverbs. So when we think those fearful thoughts, mm-hmm. right, soon that thought gets concreted in our hearts, and that's mm-hmm. what we become. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing is, we start speaking fear, and once you start speaking fear, it produces those negative effects mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. Because God's word has creative power, fear has a destructive power. Mm-hmm. So, guys out there, please make sure it doesn't come out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Now, there's nothing wrong in asking someone to pray for you. You understand? Yes. But make sure that you are talking to someone who's strong enough to handle that fear and not get burnt by it. Yes. Well, for those who are listening now who have fears and they want to be delivered from fears and learn to have faith and more trust, maybe just close with a prayer for them. Sure. So, dear Jesus, thank you so much, Lord, for laying down your life for us so we can have all these beautiful inheritances and promises through which we can be partakers of your divine nature, Lord Jesus. There are so many people out there, your children, who are suffering from fear, worry, anxiety, uh, lack of faith, Lord Jesus. Help them to know how much you love them, how much you care for them, Jesus, and you're just waiting uh, to help them overcome whatever problems that they have. So we pray, Lord Jesus, that you please help their minds to be stayed on thee so that that perfect peace that passeth all understanding shall keep their hearts and minds through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God so God and eternal life. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting But have everlasting life That whosoever believeth in him Should not perish But have everlasting life
Well, that's it from Nightlight for this week. It's been nice being with you. Thanks once again to Melvin for being with us in the studio. I'll look forward to being back with you next time for another edition of Nightlight. Nightlight.